Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Supersly75. You are listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Yep. Yep. It's all bad. It is all bad. Sock Passe, what's happening? What's happening? Bruh. <laughs> it's come. We knew they were going to spin the block. We just didn't know when and, and just didn't know how. But it's here. Um, Damn. Damn. These people are not playing. Uh, wow. Once again, like I always say, take everything I present with the biggest chunk of pink Himalayan salt you could find. Um, these people not playing. Oh my God. These people not playing. I don't know what we going to do. I don't know. <laughs> Oh man, it's like they spin they gonna spin the block and get everybody they didn't get the first time. <sighs> Carrie, I don't it's starting to pop up again. <laughs> it's starting to it's starting to pop up again. <laughs> it's coming back. <laughs> they they spinning the block. They gonna bring it back. Uh <laughs> oh, they gonna bring it back. Uh, let's see. I'm a man art. Y'all watched the fight last night. Yo, I don't, I don't see O'Malley and Tank. It's too, I just don't see that happening right now. Cause I, I know uh, O'Malley agreed to fight. Um, who was the one guy that won last night? The other guy. So they, they agreed to, but you know more about this than I do. But, um, Sean O'Malley, I'm, I was always impressed with him. I mean, he did what he he did what he always does. He he wins. Um, I think Sean O'Malley is going to be bantamweight champ for a good a good while. I don't see anybody that can really threaten him like that. I mean, for a bantamweight, he's bantam. He's got the range. He's got strikes. You know, I don't know. I don't know who could who could challenge uh, O'Malley in the next couple of years. Like, I mean, I had a feeling he was going to win, but not in such a brutal fashion, not by knockout, you know what I'm saying? I was like, wow. So O'Malley's the real deal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. He's super nice. Like he's, he's, you know, yeah. Yeah. Connor, Connor 2.0, you know? So, um, I was impressed. I mean, but I, I always liked him as a fighter. I, I always thought he had something in him, but I was super impressed last night because I really thought it was going to go to distance or it was going to go a uh, decision. I didn't I didn't think a knockout was going to happen, but congrats to Sean O'Malley, man. Sugar, Sean O'Malley. 
sugar sugar yeah 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 he's going to be around if he keeps his nose clean and he's going to be champ for a good long while man i don't see anybody really threatening that dude <laughs> now unless he jumps up a, a a weight class or a division you know then he might run into some some stiffer competition but at bantamweight right now i don't see anybody touching that kid you know so um <laughs> Yeah. All right. So where do I go? We're going to get to the, to the lockdowns. We're going to get to the lockdowns, but first, once again, you Afro beats people. Yeah. Yeah. We, we gonna, we gonna get into all that. Um, you Afro beats people, please just stop. There's nothing original about y'all. Nothing. Y'all went, y'all, Y'all was trying to find every excuse. Now y'all want to separate. Oh, it's not this, it's that. No, Slider, not the same. Man, everything musically comes from us. Please just, just stop. Y'all, your whole style. In your any musical culture that's ever existed has come from us. And I'm not gonna get into the FBA tether conversation. I'm not. But y'all keep referencing Burner Boy. And then I was doing my research. Nobody likes Burner Boy like that. He made some comments on Twitter. And I see why nobody really gets down with Burner Boy like that in the States. This dude's a copycat. He's a biter. Right? He's a biter. All right? So this is Burner Boy. Now, if you're from Memphis, you know what this dance is. If you're from Memphis... Yeah, Afro Moonwalk. Nigga, that's that's some Memphis. That's the juke. Come on, let's go. Well, the fans called it the Afro Moonwalk. Afro Moonwalk. Yeah. What fans call this the Afro Moonwalk? This is why I can't... <sighs> Y'all not giving me no reason to respect this this sub-genre of a sub-genre of a sub-genre. Okay? All, all, all you Care Bears... That that promote and want to back Afro beats. You don't give me no reason to respect. It's a subgenre of a subgenre of a subgenre of music. And then y'all want to be like, oh, well, Fela Cootie, Fela Cootie, listen to James Brown. Shut up. Slide Fela, Fela, listen to James Brown. Shut up. Just like Bob Marley. Just like all you uh, all you you dance hall reggae mofos. Y'all listen to Fats Domino, Chuck Berry. Shut up. Just shut up, man. Like, I would have no reason to go in on your wax sub-genre if y'all just kept a, a buck with yourselves. But come on, let's let's get to this nonsense. Yeah, these they Care Bears, man. Sorry, y'all Care Bears to me. Okay. So it's almost like you're walking. What is this? Like you're walking forward, but you're not really moving, right? Uh-huh. So you're going to go like this. We doing this in the 80s. What you talking about? We doing this in the 80s. At least you can do it for You do it, I can do it with you. Okay. This is why I don't respect y'all subgenre. Y'all's a joke. There's nothing original about y'all. This is why I don't respect y'all genre. Y'all care bears to me, man. This is why I call y'all care bears. 
Yeah, yeah, the G walk. That's all it is. That's it. What y'all talking about, man? Ain't nothing original about this this subgenre. Oh, this lie's been around since the seventies. No, it hasn't. Shut up. No, it hasn't. Shut up. Just shut up. Don't talk to me about music. Just don't do that. Uh oh, we got the elder in the house. Baba Rasan, what's happening? What's that? What's that? Ain't nothing. No, we just talking bad about Afro beats. We we don't respect Afro beats over here. We don't respect it. It's not real to us. Y'all gonna stop this nonsense, man. Stop this. Fila Cootie. Fila Cootie got his cues from James Brown. Okay? James Brown. That's all they are is cosplayers. That's it. That's it. That's all. All right. Let me get out. Let me get off that bullshit. Yeah, y'all care bears to me, man. I, I can't. I can't. I don't take y'all serious. I, I just don't. There's no argument you can raise for me to even. I even want to listen to. Sorry. Hey. Oh my God, the Roger Rabbit. Yeah, back in the '30s, rapping and scatting and rapping and hip hopping and all that type of shit. Crip walking back in the '30s. <laughs> Ain't nothing new under the sun. You know what? To hell with it. Let me get right into it, man. I'm not gonna waste the time. I'm not gonna waste the time. Now, once again, take every clip and every news article I'm going to say with a huge grain of pink Himalayan salt. I'm not gonna waste y'all time. So let's get in right into it. And I'll I'll do my best to back up everything he's saying because you know, once again, it, you're gonna be hard to, hard pressed to say well, when was this man ever wrong. But let's go. Let's go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I got a call yesterday. An individual was in town and they wanted to meet with me that I know well. And they are a high-level manager in the TSA. And I went and met with them and had a cup of coffee with them. And they said, you got to warn people. Tuesday, we got called in, the managers, and told that by the middle of September, that the new policy is being written, that this is done. They were told this is happening. This is not hypothetical. You will all have to wear a mask again, and so will airport employees. Oh, okay. So for those that were like, uh oh, no, slide. Now you, no, it ain't, ha it ain't popped up yet. Yeah, here we go. I'm going to get back to the video, but I just want, I, I just want to confirm what he's saying. Where is it at? Where is that at? Here we go. This is from August 17th. New York hospital reinstates mask mandate. Upstate University in Syracuse. Let's get back to the video. Come on. Then by the middle of October, they are going to say that everyone flying has to wear a mask. And in the meetings, people began to ask them, well, I mean, why is this happening? They said, well, because of the new variant in Canada, and because of the WHO, they may, you know, declare this. But regardless, we've been told this is going to happen. Now, to be fair, we all knew they weren't done with this. Like, after, after those that survived it, all, all of us that stood firm and, and we survived it, there is no way you didn't think they're going to bring this back or let this, just let this go. We, already, we always knew there was a second lockdown coming. 
So nobody should be surprised at this point. You should not be surprised. They're going to spin the block for the rest of us that stood firm. <laughs> the, the everybody else that done took it, y'all y'all useless. Y'all ain't no, y'all ain't no, we, job done. It's the rest of us that, that said, now. <laughs> they said, yeah. We said, now. Let's go. They're going to spin the block. Yes. And I have a theory. Will Wardrobe, I have a theory as to why this is doing, going, why they're spinning the block again. But let's continue. Let's continue. And then they were told, we expect by December a return to the full COVID protocol of 2020-2021. And I was given many more details. I wrote down notes on it. Then I left. Called the first federal connection that I was thinking of. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, didn't mm-hmm, answer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Called the second. Answered. Yeah, the way. Told them what I've been told. And they said, what day was that? I said, Tuesday. They said, yep, we were told yesterday. This is Yesterday was Thursday, so it's Wednesday. Now, I know a lot of y'all going to be like, oh, it's Alex Jones. Hey, once again, we're going to get to the backup. We're going to get to the backup information to solidify what he's saying. Take what everything, take everything being presented today with a grain of salt. But when has he ever been wrong? Okay. Expect COVID protocols to begin rolling out middle of September. And I said, what else were you told? Basically that they believe this new variant super bad and that they're doing the testing and that they should just get ready for a whole new rollout of what happened before. And this was Border Patrol connected people I was talking to and testing at the border again in the whole shooting match. That's two federal agents that told me this yesterday. And then I went and looked at the news and there they were saying Canada's looking at new restrictions again because of the variant and so is the E. So it's going to come out of Canada this time, right? The new virus that got, they've already named it. It's got a name. It's got a, it's got a, uh, a, a designation number. We're going to get into the name of this new, this new variant coming, coming from Canada. And I feel bad for you Canadians because they did y'all so dirty. They, I mean, they locked y'all entire country down. You couldn't do shite, but we're going to get into it. Come on. You and what did the Russians just put out three days ago? U.S. is plotting another pandemic. Russian head of the defense ministry warns. Now, new lockdowns will starve the third world. New lockdowns will destroy small businesses. New lockdowns will take the average person that's already $5,000 in the hole and their paycheck is, is, is just on time. We'll put them into full bankruptcy. And the children in the mask and the, the attempt to push a new shot for the new variant. And we're right back in the same hellhole. Mm-hmm. We were in just a few years ago. Mm-hmm. And why is it perfect timing? Because you go to the election year. Okay. Now, here's the election theory that a lot of people kind of piecing together. Democrats going to win again. A Democratic president will be selected again in 2024. Y'all can y'all can say Trump all y'all want. I've always been saying there's no way they're going to let they're going to put Trump back in. There's no way. There's no I, I, I don't know what last time I did, but it's a couple years ago. I said there's no way they let Trump back in. There's no way. There's no way. This is the same play. They did two years ago. Sit everybody home. 
while they process the votes, count the votes, and then you're going to have another newly elected Democratic president. It's the same play. And guess what? Can nobody do nothing about it? Y'all going to sit, you're going to sit there and eat it. You're going to sit there and eat it. Let's go. Had the last crisis go over two and a half years. They'll bare minimum run this through the next election. It's only 14, 15 months out with mail-in ballots again. Yep. And we have all the eyewitnesses and testimony that they'd get the mail-in ballots. And in some cases, they were 99% for Joe Biden. Who believes that? U.S. Postal Service whistleblowers, USPS, poll watching witnesses. I have it all here. We'll play it next hour. We do not have to sit here and take the same criminal UN, global, WF, New World Order regimes, second rollout of lockdowns and attempts at forced injections and travel restrictions and being told you're not essential. We don't have to lay down and die. Yeah, this is where you're wrong, Alex. You know good and goddamn well um, you will comply. Everybody will comply, okay? Uh, everybody will comply. Let's continue. And for the third world, they'll lock them down again under IMF World Bank control. It is a literal death sentence. They estimate over 80 million people starved to death the last three and a half years because of the COVID restrictions. Okay. Now that's Alex Jones saying what, you know, doing what he does, take it with a grain of salt, right? But then all of a sudden, these news reports just start popping up all over again. COVID is making a comeback this summer, so many of us would like to leave it in the past, but cases are once again on the rise. So when will new booster shots roll out? Ann Thompson asked the CDC director. So they still going to make y'all, they still pushing boosters still. And once again, they will make it mandatory in your in your future children's shot records. It will be a mandatory shot for the children, just like rubella, measles, whatever shots they give you, chicken pox, with all that good shit. It will be a mandatory part of the shot record moving forward for the kids. There's no getting around this, but let's continue. This summer, most Americans left COVID in the past, gathering together once again mask-free. But tonight, signs of a COVID resurgence. Across the country, COVID hospitalizations jumped more than 14% in the most recent week, but far lower than pandemic levels. NBC News medical contributor Dr. Kavita Patel. What's behind this uptick in COVID that we're seeing? The main driver of this is a variant that's relatively newer to the scene, EG5. It's EG5, a.k.a. the Eris virus. And we're going to get to the the, the history behind the Eris Yes, G5. Like I said, this thing, this will be the new bad guy on the block. This will be the new villain. Easier to give and get, so that makes it kind of easier to pass along. It's been almost a year since the last COVID booster came out. CDC Director Dr. Mandy Cohen. The new COVID booster is expected to be approved by the FDA, and then we will make recommendations from the CDC probably by the second or third week of September. Will it protect against this new strain? Yes. The booster is tailored to what oh. we are seeing circulating now. Critics of say course. the federal government is behind once again. Mm -hmm. People knew there was going to be a COVID resurgence. Mm -hmm. So why don't we have a booster today? Why do we have to wait until next month? The way we go about doing our just like we do with our flu shots, right? We make sure that we're looking at the ways in which the virus changed. They look at and evaluate that. The FDA is doing its work. We likely will see this as an annual um, COVID oh. uh, shot, just like the flu shot. Just like the flu shot. And how many of y'all still out here running around getting the flu shot? But let's go. In time for fall, when we'll also face RSV. Can you take the flu shot, the COVID booster, and the RSV vaccine all at once? So for flu and COVID, yes. RSV, again, is only available for older adults. That's one where I'd say, talk to your doctor about what's right for you. 
So until the new COVID booster comes, get prepared. Stock up on at-home tests. They do cover mm -hmm. that new strain. Mm -hmm. Keep a mask handy in case mm -hmm. you're in a crowded place. Mm -hmm. And most of all, get your shots, COVID, flu, and RSV, all by Halloween to give yourself wow. your best chance of staying wow. healthy. Wow. Reminder that COVID never went away. All Didn't. Right. And thank you. They're not playing the, the dirtiest players in the game. That's, can we, and we're not even getting to the climate change part. We're not even we're not even at the climate change. Let's continue. Let's continue. COVID cases are on the rise again across the U.S. with hospitalizations up 60 percent in the last month, according to the CDC. CBS's Errol Barnett on what's behind the summer increase. COVID didn't take a summer vacation. I do expect the numbers to go up a little bit more just because there's been a lot of activity. Dr. Bernard Caymans is the medical director mean? for infection prevention at Mount Sinai. We are traveling. A, a lot of families are on vacation, and so it's exposure. COVID numbers are rising again. How concerned are you about that? It's not a cause for alarm. I think it's important for us to just pay attention, especially those who are at risk for hospitalizations or deaths. Uh, from COVID. The highest risk groups for severe illness from respiratory viruses like COVID okay. include the elderly, young children, people who are immunocompromised, mm. and pregnant women. For people, you know, it's the same demographics as the first go round. So they come and spin the block again for the for, for the rest of y'all, the rest of us. Considering a COVID shot, do you recommend they wait? Yes, I do think that the best thing to do is to wait until the new booster uh, is available. Vaccines for other viruses like the flu are available now. The new COVID booster could be available as early as mid-September. Your guidance is to get the flu shot around September, maybe October. Why is the timing key? You need a couple of weeks to make sure that it takes full effect. Vaccines are available now wow. for adults age 60 and up. An RSV vaccine for pregnant women may be approved this month. Wow. We also have a monoclonal antibody available for infants. Now, despite having these new tools to fight viruses, doctors advise that the rest of us remember the basics uh, when staying healthy this fall. That includes washing your hands, covering your mouth if you cough, and avoiding crowded places, JB. That's if you can. Thank you, Errol. Now, I wonder if they're going to give out any more PPP loans. You know what? This could be a good thing. Y'all, listen. This could be a good thing if they, if they you know, let... <laughs> If you let us reapply for some PPP loans, I don't know. It's just, you never know. This could be a good thing. A new COVID-19 variant is spreading quickly throughout the United States, and the World Health Organization says EG.5 poses a similar level. Of EG.5, a.k.a. the, the Eris virus. We're going to get to the Eris, what Eris is. Global risk as existing variants. 22 News reporter Kiara Smith has how you can protect yourself and how you can go about getting tested, Kiara. Nick Ciara, Nick this new COVID variant, EG5, also known as Eris, is now labeled as the most dominant Omicron subvariant, as it is said to be more transmissible than other strains. The new COVID variant, EG5, is on the rise in the U.S. And if you are wondering how to go about getting tested for the virus, a Bay State Health expert says PCR test or at-home test are the way to go. Any of the local pharmacies, uh, they uh, still sell COVID-19 uh, uh, testing kits. And of course, you can always uh, contact your uh, health provider, primary care uh, doctors uh -huh, uh -huh. or provider uh, who can um, order the test for you. This new variant is the fastest growing COVID-19 Omicron subvariant, and it's responsible for about 17% of new COVID cases. Uh -oh. And the symptoms of EG5 are similar to other COVID-19 strains. Some potential signs of the variant include coughing, a sore throat, fatigue, and loss of smell. In the uh, that's a cold, but okay. Same symptoms as before, y'all. It's the same. 
it's literally it's a power 95 sweep right to the right it's a it's a <laughs> it's a sweep to the right it's the same play <laughs> it's the same play <laughs> symptoms can progress over time leading to difficulty with breathing so if you are at high risk dr Pius says you should take more safety precautions people who are at risk of severe infection uh elderly uh immunocompromised uh, patients patients with weak immune system uh, should uh, be up to date with their uh, booster shots. Dr. Pius recommends that those at high risk also wear a mask and to keep a good distance from others. Working uh -oh. for you, Kiara Smith, 22 News. Okay, now let's go take a look. Let's go hunting to see what this Eris virus is all about, shall we? But before I do that, if you don't think the mask mandate is back, here we go. Upstate University in Syracuse reinstated a mask mandate August 17th amid an uptick in staff out sick with COVID-19 and an increase in patients testing positive. Effective immediately, mandatory masking is required by all staff, visitors, and patients in clinical areas of Upstate University Hospital, mm, Upstate Community Hospital, and ambulatory clinical spaces according to a memo sent to staff and obtained by Syracuse.com. All patients being admitted will also be tested for uh, C-19. According to the memo, uh, Upstate University said it will revisit the policies in three weeks. Uh, meanwhile, St. Joseph's Hospital Health, Care, uh, Health Center said it is reviewing its policies. Uh, let's see. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. That's just one hospital for now. All right. Now let's get to this heiress. Oh no, I got something even more. Rutgers. Rutgers set to disenroll students by on by August. Oh shit, that was two days ago, three days ago. If not compliant with mandates, let's go. Rutgers set to disenroll students on August 15th if not compliant with COVID vaccine mandates. By Lucia Sinatra at brownstone.org. On March 25th. 2021, Rutgers University became the first university in the nation to announce it would require students to take COVID vaccines for fall 2021 enrollment, retracting its January 8, 2021 announcement that, with our stance of human liberties and our history of protecting that, the vaccine is not mandatory. What happened within a few short months that made Rutgers ultimately decide to hell with student civil liberties? <laughs> Rutgers claimed and still does to this day that it has a commitment to health and safety for all members of its community, even though on July 30, 2021, Rochelle Walensky issued a press release claiming that COVID vaccines do not prevent infection or transmission. As if that press release is some figment of our imagination, in January 2022, Rutgers announced a booster mandate with a compliance date set for January 31, leaving students with few options but to comply to stay enrolled. As of today, Rutgers remains one of less than 100 universities out of 2,679 four-year colleges and universities that refuse to let go of COVID vaccine mandates, and according to wow. anonymous sources, Rutgers is planning to disenroll non-compliant students beginning on August 15, wow. 2023. Perhaps this dogmatic adherence to COVID vaccine mandates has been a long time coming. In 2020 and 2021, Rutgers had some of the strictest pandemic lockdown restrictions, even when other colleges were finding ways to resume normalcy. Students quickly fell in line and anyone who questioned the lockdown or mask mandates was denounced as an anti-science MAGA supporter and a grandma killer. A former Rutgers student described her experience as being stuck in a maelstrom of fear, divisive partisanship, and social pressure leading her to self-censor rather than jeopardize relationships or lose standing in her beloved community. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When the vaccine distribution began in early 2021, pandemic fears quickly morphed into anger against anyone who dared to question the vaccine's necessity, safety, and long-term effects. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Dozens of classroom conversations were fueled by vaccine talk. 
Support for the vaccine mandate was seen as virtuous and altruistic, and anyone who had questions quickly learned to keep their mouths shut or else they were given the dreaded anti-vaxxer label, which begs the question that if it was okay for the C- Okay. Alright, now let's get to Eris. What or who is Eris? Okay, uh, nickname after the Greek goddess of strife and discord. Alright, so here we go, Eris Greek is the Greek goddess of strife and discord. They This is what they named the new virus after. Her Roman equivalent is Discordia. So for everybody that's on Discord, it's nothing but negativity and, and nonsense on the discords. Oh my God. The, the levels of programming that we're under, I don't even think the average person realizes how many layers of programming you're under. I didn't even know about the Discordia and the, the Roman equivalent. And I'm in a bunch of Discord servers. And every Discord server I'm in is nonsense. It's just foolishness. <laughs> There's foolishness. We're under so many different layers and levels of programming. You'll never be free. You'll never break free. All right, uh, <laughs> let us, this is crazy. This is crazy. So, um, characteristics. Okay. Okay. There was not one kind of strife alone, but all over the earth. There are two, uh, as for one, a man would praise her when he came to understand her, but the other is blameworthy and they are wholly different in nature for one fosters evil war and battle being cruel her no man loves but perforce uh, through the will of the deathless gods men pay harsh strife to her honor due let's see uh, she stirs up even the shiftless to toil for a man grows eager to work when he considers his neighbor blah 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 blah, blah. this strife is wholesome for men and potter is angry with Potter and craftsman with craftsman and beggar is jealous of beggar and minstrel of minstrel. She also has a son whom she named Strife. Okay, here this is what she's known for. The most famous tale of Eris recounts her initiating the Trojan War by causing judgment of Paris. The goddesses Hera, Athena, and Aphrodite had been invited along with the rest of Olympus to the forced wedding of Peleus and Thetis, who would become the parents of Achilles. But Eris had been snubbed because of her troublemaking inclinations. She, therefore, as mentioned at the at the Capria, at the Capria, according to Proclus, as part of a plan hatched by Zeus and Themis, tossed into the party the apple of discord. A golden apple inscribed ancient Greek for the most beautiful one or to the fairest one provoking the goddesses to begin quarreling about the appropriate recipient the hapless Paris Prince of Troy was appointed to select the fairest by Zeus the goddesses stripped naked to try to win Paris's decision and also attempted to bribe him Hera offered political power Athena promised infinite wisdom and Aphrodite tempted him with the most beautiful woman in the world, Helen, wife of Menelaus of Sparta. While Greek culture placed a greater emphasis on prowess and power, Paris chose to award the apple to Aphrodite, 
therefore dooming his city, which was destroyed in the war that ensued. Wow. Eris' strife was Typhon's escort in the melee. Nike led Zeus into battle. Uh, another story of Eris includes Hera and the love of uh, Pollock. Polytechnus and Adon, they claimed to love each other more than Hera and Zeus were in love. This angered Hera, so she sent Eris to wreak discord upon them. Polytechnos was finishing off a chariot board and Adon a web she had been weaving. Eris said to them, whoever finishes thine task last shall have to present the other with a female servant. Adon won, but Polytechnus was not happy by his defeat, so he came to Cleton. Aiden's sister and attacked her. He then disguised her as a slave, presenting her to Aiden. When Aiden discovered this was indeed her his her sister, she chopped up Polytechnus's son and fed him to Polytechnus. Oh wow! The gods were not pleased, so they transformed uh, into birds. Good lord! Eris has been adopted as the patron deity of the modern Discordian religion which was uh, begun in the late 1950s by Gregory Hill and Carrie Wendell. Once again, if you're in a Discord server, it's nothing but nonsense. So nothing, everything's by design. Nothing, is nothing is happenstance. There's no circumstances or coincidences. Everything is by design. If you're in a Discord server, it's nonsense going on. Don't debate me. Don't debate me. Okay, that is Eris. This is who they choose chose to name this newest variant after. And it's going to do exactly what <laughs> it's been properly named to do. <sighs> now you will comply. Let's let's stop that. Stop. You're gonna comply. Stop. 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 It sounds good. Sounds good. You're gonna comply. Sorry, not sorry. All right. Okay. Now, uh, let me pull this back and I'm going to get out and a couple more topics. I'm going to wrap this thing up and get up out of here. All right. So British Columbia is on fire. And then we get to Lahaina. Uh, move the trash. What is this? What is this? Oh, yes. Well, you know, since we're talking weather. Yeah, this is a perfect segue. Perfect segue. Let's go. You know, they were talking about climate change yesterday, and now we're learning that scientists and researchers are looking at how to change the weather on purpose. That's right. Really? Lasers now could one day <laughs> manipulate rain and lightning. CBS This Morning contributor Michio Kaku is a physics professor at City College of New York. Professor, nice to see you. Extraordinary seeing Al Gore and Bill Clinton there together with Charlie, wasn't it? That's right. Yeah. yeah. They did not get into this discussion, no. though. <laughs> but it is fascinating. I mean, lasers, really, to change the weather? That's right. Well, as Mark Twain once famously said, everyone complains about the weather, but no one ever does anything about it. Well, instead of doing a rain dance, we physicists are firing trillion watt lasers into the sky mm -hmm. to actually precipitate rain clouds and actually bring down lightning bolts wow. this is potentially a game changer but this is experiment what, what movie was that that came out a couple, uh, last year geostorm remember geostorm with gerard butler and they they, they created a, a satellite to control the weather and then there was a rogue group of people that wanted to hack into the system and basically create all types of 
havoc and discord with the weather right they would drop these pellets into the into the clouds and they could create whatever type of weather d disasters tornadoes lightning floods yeah geostorm okay come on let's go it's experimental however in the laboratory so far it works when you have water vapor and you have dust particles or ice crystals you can precipitate rain it condenses around the seeds these seeds can also be created by laser beams by firing trillion watt lasers you rip apart the electrons creating what are called ions and these ions act like seeds like dust particles bringing down rain and even lightning go ahead well, I, I, this is fascinates me in part because, too, I remember reading the stories that China had used this during the Olympics, that the USSR had used this after Chernobyl to create rain clouds. I mean, w did those really work then? We have some of these capabilities now? Inconclusive. Even in the 60s, the CIA used this to uh, bring down monsoons during the Vietnam War to wash out the Viet Cong. Governments have been playing with, with this to. thing. Alleged to. Alleged to, right. Yeah. Now, we realize that for decades now, these governments have been alleged to have experimented with weather control, but nothing conclusive. This time, we're beginning in the laws of physics rather than simply... Uh, waving our hands and uttering mumbo-jumbo. We're actually using trillion-watt lasers yeah. now. And in the laboratory, sure enough, they precipitate rain out of water vapor. Sure enough, you can actually bring down electricity mm. down, the, down the beam. So what does it mean for drought areas that, that need to have rain for crops? And if they don't have them, uh, there's in the consequences of famine. Well, the bad news is if it's a clear blue sky, it's not going to do anything at all mm -hmm. because it only takes water vapor that's already in the air and condenses it. However, right, right, for right. floods, for agriculture, for farmers, for people planning wedding parties, uh, football <laughs> games, you name it, outdoor events and agriculture and flooding and even hurricanes, all of them could be subject to weather modification. Incredibly mm. interesting, Professor Michio Kaku. Thank you okay. so much. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Nice little segue. Now let's get to, do I go to British Columbia? So more fires in Canada. This looks bad. The fires in British Columbia look bad. Oof. This is from British Columbia. Can't, boy, it's I I, I, I go back. He can't look, Leona. I know he can't. Look at that shit. You just gotta get through it before it falls. Oh my god. These fools are driving through this. Oh no. They are driving through this. How insane is that you're driving through this? Wow, that is insane. They are literally driving through that shit, y'all. This is British Columbia right now. Oh, y'all gonna y'all gonna comply. All in your face. Sutherland Beach, look at this, Every, all Holy these people shit. are here. This is insane. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is how you get people to fall in line. 
music on like they should be celebrating. This is I'm telling you, what are you going to do against this? There's another one starting over there. Right there. And it was getting hot. I go, oh, I'm going home. <laughs> Hey, wait for Rodan to show up. <laughs> might as well. <laughs> might as well. Rodan might as well come on out the flame. Yo, listen. And I don't even want to be like, I don't want to be that guy. Be like, oh, it's all doom and gloom. But what are you going to do? These people not, this is, listen, it's, this is worse than kick your ball over the fence or take your ball and go home. Like, this is so just diabolical, like, and they in your face with this shit. I don't know what is that. I don't want to play that. Like, they're daring you to do something. You already play this? Let me see. What is this? What is this? What is this? Oh, okay. Okay. Let's continue. Let's continue with the, with the, with the compliance. You will comply. The city of St. Louis offering free COVID-19 vaccines this afternoon. As Fox News Patrick Clark tells us, departments work together to offer a lunchtime opportunity to feed St. Louisans and keep the community safe. Think I'm black people out here. Friday afternoon in downtown St. Louis, the licensed collector's office holding their annual food truck festival. We, the licensed collector's office, we used to do uh, in the rotunda, but now, you know, we would sell things in the rotunda, but we couldn't bring businesses in because of COVID. And then also because uh, they were, you know, you can't sell food in the rotunda. So we said, well, what are we going to do about the businesses that sell food? And so we said, voila, food truck festival. This is the third year of the licensed collector's office organizing the event. And we always have the health department out here. And so they're here today doing uh, vaccine boosters and everything like that. Friday food trucks lined up on Market Street outside City Hall, offering lunchtime favorites and desserts for those working in downtown. St. Louis City officials and CDC guidelines recommend when hospital admissions for COVID-19 are high, people should avoid large events and gatherings. If possible, use masks and social distancing Here in we public. Go. As the school year begins, the potential spread of cold, flu, RSV, and COVID increases. That's why the City of St. Louis Department of Health providing COVID-19 vaccines, including boosters, to anyone five years old and above. You know, and wow. COVID is still on our own. Matter of fact, I got my mask in my pocket. I only took it off because I'm talking to you. <laughs> yeah, wow. we just want people to be safe, you know, uh, not only for yourself, but also for your fellow man as well. The city of St. Louis Department of Health estimates they gave COVID-19 Pfizer vaccines to 40 people over the lunch hour. In downtown St. Louis, Patrick Clark, Fox 2 News. <laughs> you gonna come, you, you, I'm sorry, y'all. We, we will comply. Now, we may huff and puff, and roll out and cut our eyes or say something slick under our breath but you we gonna comply i don't want that do i care about the european chip back i don't care about this what is this what is this okay let's get this let's do some lahaina so why aren't you taking care of what you claim to be in charge of rather than sending out all these funds and what now, this is the first hawaiian looking person i've seen being interviewed since this whole fire started last week this is the first hawaiian person <laughs> native i've seen be interviewed Whatever else you guys are sending to Ukraine or anywhere, take care of here first. You know, this, I don't see why any president wouldn't step up. 
and take care of what's part of their, you know, territory. Y- yes, you will. Yes, you will. Stop I think it's that. a stupid move on his part. You know, I, Biden, yeah, he's an idiot. Sorry. Oh. No, not sorry. <laughs> okay, sis. Stand, stand strong, sis. Stand strong. What is this? What clip is this? Let me see. Have I played this? Let's go. COVID cases are rising across the country, and while health officials say there's no reason to panic, positive cases have risen since June after falling since the beginning of the year. Health experts say the new COVID boosters will target more recent coronavirus variants. This is especially important for people over 60 and those with compromised immune systems. The CDC says those boosters won't be available until early fall, which is the same time people should get annual flu shots. Everyone will, will likely meet the criteria to get the new booster. I do think Dr. that the Bernard best Sanders. thing to do is to wait until okay. the new booster uh, is available. Doctors say it's also important to practice good hygiene to help keep yourself safe. That includes washing your hands, staying home when you feel sick, and avoiding crowded indoor activities. Okay, once again, you can try to debate me, but you will comply. Where are you going to go? What are you going to do? You got bills to pay. You like to eat, don't you? <laughs> hey, who? Hey, what, 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 what? <laughs> Go boy say, you smoke crack, don't you? <laughs> you like to eat, don't you? You like to, you know, you like Casamigos? You're going to comply. You're going to comply. I'm not trying to be an asshole. I'm not trying to be an asshole, but you're going to comply. So please, let's stop, let's stop this. Let's stop this. The majority of people will comply. Okay. The majority of y'all don't have the skill set to live in the woods and be self-sufficient in the woods. Okay. This is not going to happen. You're going to comply. Um, okay. So let me run through this real quick. Yo, let's get back to ugly God real quick. Ugly God out here flexing on y'all. This man clearly unabashedly no remorse for what, what he did to that, to that man. Right. This man out here flexing on these ho- does ugly God look wor- worried about a murder beef? Does ugly God look worried about a murder beef? It's been what two, three weeks, and and he got the damn, and he has a pistol on him, <laughs> and he got a pistol on him. Ugly God out here flexing on y'all. Shot that man in the face in cold blood out here. He got the pit, got the Glock on him. <laughs> he got the Glock on him. Oh, it's always your own people. It's always your own people. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Ugly God out here flexing. No shame. No shame. Wow. Wow. Yo, if I'm if I'm one of the dead man siblings. We're not, we're not going to have a conversation. I'm just going to catch you when I catch you. Because now you're playing in my face. But this is what they do. They play in your face. Anything else before I get out of here? Mm. Oh, let's do this. If you like McDonald's French fries, 
If you go to McDonald's, anywhere in the world, you will find french fries. You will find that they're always made from the same potato, the russet Burbank potato. This is a potato from America that's unusually long. When you're McDonald's, you like those red boxes with a little bouquet of very long chips. So they insist that all their potatoes be russet Burbanks, and they further insist that they have no blemishes at all. And you've seen potatoes with a little brown line sometimes, or spots that come through it. Well, McDonald's won't buy them if, you, if your potatoes have that. And the only way to eliminate that is to eliminate an aphid that is so toxic that the farmers who grow these potatoes in Idaho won't venture outside. Okay. An aphid is like a green insect and it almost it has a hump to it. It's an aphid. Yeah, it's an insect. Some people must somehow mistake it for a, a grasshopper, but it's not. It's it's it has the triangle dorsal body and it's got the got the hooks like hands. That's an aphid. Okay. Into their fields for five days after they spray. And then when they harvest their potatoes, they, they have to put them in these atmosphere controlled sheds the size of a football stadium because they're not edible for six weeks. Wow. They have to off-gas all the chemicals in them. Wow, I did not know that. Okay, Wendy's it is. <laughs> Wendy's fries it is, y'all. Hold up. Sorry, y'all. That was my dad. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's, Wendy's fries for the win, y'all. Let me see. Is there anything else? 
before I, I run through these Lahaina updates. I don't care about the European Chip Act. I'm over that. I'm not going to go over the, the European Chip Act. I'll do that later, another time. I don't care about that right now. Very controversial new Whole Foods in Washington, D.C. You have to scan to check in. You have to scan to check out. You have to scan to leave the checkout. Wow. And then you have to scan to leave the store. That's cool. Okay, so what if the scan doesn't work and there's a miss scan or something? That's kind of creepy. That's kind of creepy. Okay, European chip act. I don't care about that. What is this? What is this? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? I don't care about this. No, you know what? I'll say that for later. I don't care about this either. Okay, so the culture war. Culture war. It looks like a win for the good guys. Let's go. Well, now to the teacher in Georgia who was fired over a book. The Cobb County School Board in suburban Atlanta voted four to three to fire Katie Renderly. The school says she improperly read a book on gender identity to her fifth grade. Okay, it's called My Shadow is Purple. Oh, this is the book I heard about. So it's a little black boy, but then he sees his shadow and it's a girl in a dress. That's why they fired her. Yeah, good, good job. Okay, wait, wait, wait. My Shadow is Purple. Okay, let's go take a look at this. Hold up. My shadow. Yeah, here it is. Let's see. My shadow is purple. My dad has a shadow that's blue as a berry and my mom's is as pink as a blossoming cherry. There's only two choices, A2 or A1, but mine is quite different. It's both and it's none. Oh, a heartwarming and inspiring book about being true to yourself and moving beyond the gender binary. Wow. This is crazy. So this person, okay, review. Stewart isn't just making up stories here. He's living the support he writes about. His take on the theme stands out for its focus on the relationship between a child and his dad and, the, and on societal ideas about masculinity. Okay, Stuart Scott is a father to a six-year-old boy who loves all things Queen, Elsa, and princesses. Good Lord. Their story of dressing up as Elsa together oh my God. became a social media phenomenon having worked at the Royal Children's Hospital. He has seen how important it is for children to feel represented and commit and is committed to creating stories of empowerment mm, mm, mm. this is him lord have mercy lord have mercy his empowering messages have been seen over 100 million times on social media his leading voice on fully accepting and empowering our children exactly as they are he regularly appears on podcasts in the media speaking about uh, parenting discovering authentic self and learning to accept yourself and your children oh Okay, so let's get to the actual controversy. Okay, so this heifer was doing the most. <laughs> okay, she was doing the most. No, I don't want to continue. Come on, you got to make me continue right now. New York Times. Let's go. Okay, fine, 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 fine. 
You're gonna be pay? Nope, I'm not gonna do it. Ah, oh, damn it. Fine, I'm gonna, I'll go elsewhere. I'll go to another site. Let's do this. Okay. Score one for the good guys. Wait, 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 wait. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Sing supporters after the Cobb County School Board voted to fire her. Rinderly declined to comment on camera. Her attorney, Craig Goodman, says she's disappointed uh, that it went this way. Katie Rinderly, a teacher for 10 years, had fought for her job before the tribunal that last week heard the charges against her. The tribunal concluded that Rinderly showed lack of judgment when she read My Shadow is Purple to her fifth grade math class this past March and then taught her students about themes in the book about gender identity and gender fluidity. Mm -hmm. The tribunal called that controversial and said that Rinderly should have known and should have received approval first from the principal and from parents. But the tribunal recommended that Rinderly not be fired, as Superintendent Chris Ragsdale wanted. That motion carries. The school board fired her anyway by a vote of four to three. The three who voted to keep Rinderly, Becky Saylor, Leroy Trey Hutchins, and Nichelle Davis. Rinderly's attorney says teachers statewide are receiving little guidance about what is legal under the state's new law against teaching divisive concepts unless parents consent. Yeah, but it's stop impossible playing for a teacher to know what's in the minds of parents when she starts her lesson. And for parents to be able, with a political agenda from outside the classroom, to come in wow. and have a teacher fired is simply unfair. Uh, it's not right. It's, it's terrible for Georgia's education system. Mm -hmm. Pamela Reardon is a new grandmother. I, I will protect that baby girl okay. till the ends of the earth. And I don't want the teachers indoctrinating them. I want um, the parents to be parents and the teachers to teach. That's oh, hey, Grandma. It. The legislature has teachers in fear for their jobs. They don't know what they can say and what they can't say. I expect that we'll see more of this, unfortunately. All right. A 17-year-old from oh, Brooklyn man, today man. pleading not... Go ahead, Grandma. Hey, white grandmas, listen. <laughs> listen, a white grandma... <laughs> Even if, even if her grandbaby's mixed, a white grandma, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> a white grandma will, will you know what I'm saying? Heaven and hell for their grandbaby. This is, this is a crazy ass book. This is a crazy ass book. Okay. Heard the case, denied the district's recommendation to terminate her employment. Okay. Okay, but they got rid of her ass, though. Oh, so they voted to reinstate her. Okay, there's no inappropriate. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, I get, I get it now. Let's see. I see the tribunal. Oh, come on, man. It's, I don't like this bullshit. I don't like doing Okay, right. Should not be. They recommend she should not be fired. But let's see. Let's see. Okay, issue non-binding rejection. Superintendent's recommendation to terminate. Oh, okay, okay. They overruled the superintendent. Okay. The board will review tribunal's recommendation. Looks forward to returning our entire focus on educating all of our talented students. Okay. Let's get, let's hear from the author. Let's hear from his ass. Is this dude here?
He's Australian. Okay, that's an elf, y'all. Let's see. She bought, mom bought the book, class discussion, inclusion and acceptance. Okay. Oh, this is him. She was fired for reading my book, My Shadow is Purple. So she read the book and then the class discussed the book's message of inclusion and acceptance. And then she asked the students to self-reflect and write their own like shadow poem. Some of which are just really profound. You can pause to read those. And had parents reaching out saying that this kind of lesson was something that they wanted in the class. But, of course, one parent complained. Now, this is a teacher that gets phenomenal feedback from the principal, the students, the parents. Her teaching is described as transformative and key to the school's success. But this is what the book got deemed by the investigators. In fact, they said that the book was so bad that they were able to ignore their own policies. Look, the teacher is fighting the termination, but this whole thing just really goes to show how much more interested the school system in the U.S. is in playing politics than they are in educating kids. No, nah, no, nah, brother. No, what you're doing is, is indoctrination. Stop that bullshit. You can stop all that. You can stop, you can stop all that madness. Oh, okay. Now let's get to these updates for Lahaina. She's getting crazy. It's getting crazy. Where is it? Where is Nick? Spe Nick Sorter. Okay, Nick Sorter. This guy went. He flew down there. I follow him on Twitter. He flew down there, and this is what's happening to him right now. This dude. People's this minds dude. here. <laughs> hey, what's up, Nick? I've been trying to reach you. Been reaching out to you on X. Um, we're supposed to be uh, meeting with people here. Who? Do you, what victims have you? Uh, okay. Yeah. So this is this is so you're seeing this live right now. People actually track they yep. track me down. You said you were staying in a tent. You said you were coming and staying in a tent. <laughs> you're taking uh, up resources. I'm not taking up here. any resources here. People's minds here. Yo, yo, they own this man's neck. They know who he is. He says, the only reason I turned my back on the aggressor was because I had to monitor that was mirroring my video feed so I could actually see him and would know if he made any movements. I was hoping he'd just back off. I continued on with the live shot they're trying to send a message uh let's see let's see he came across as a total as totally deranged um that guy managed to track down your exact location he must be a fed or even government hitman oof let's see let's see let's see okay how did this end did he leave or did you i picked up my tripod and quickly walked away trying to find people that could witness any sort of attack he then followed me until he saw another person. Then he disappeared. I don't know where he went. I never saw, not heard, or car pull into or out of the hotel lot. Wow. Yeah, man, you be safe out here, brother. I was absolutely perplexed, especially after running on very little sleep the past several days. I didn't even know, know how to react. Wow. Okay. Okay, be careful when you, you're out here trying to spread the truth and awareness. <laughs> Nobody wants to grow up to be a truth teller like that. Not like that. Okay, I mean, comments. Okay, let's see. Who is this? Who is this? All right, so here we go. Updates, updates, updates. Okay, now this article, now this is reported by Matt Wallace. I follow Matt Wallace too. 
This article was written and sent to me by a Maui local born and raised there. He currently lives in Lahaina and knows some of these officials personally. When I asked to include his name, he said, I don't want any clout. I send this out of love for Maui and his people. I hope something like this never happens again. Yeah, that's wishful thinking. Let's continue. Let's continue. And once again, take everything I say and present with a grain of salt. Okay. Okay. First, I quote, first, let me start off by saying Lahaina is a desert climate and has been since plantation owners rerouted the water source to other parts of the island. Lahaina used to be a lush landscape. The infrastructure has largely remained the same since its inception. This means a cluttered nest of wires and rotting buildings. We have fires every year due to falling electric lines. This isn't something new. So Lahaina is the hood. So basically, Lahaina is the hood. Respectfully, it's the hood of Maui. Okay, fair enough. It's like Baltimore. Old Detroit. Don't get mad at me. I'm just saying, this is his words. Okay, let's see. In my opinion, the disaster could have been pre uh, completely prevented had they spent the money to upgrade the in-ground electric lines. Many have asked over the years, but were told there were no there was no funds to do it. It's a lot easier to secure funding after a disaster. That's true. At the very least, Heco, the electric company, could have cut the power a lot sooner. Heco CEO Shaley Kamora claimed it could have affected specialized medical equipment. This is crazy considering you can't use medical equipment if it's incinerated by a fire. Just another excuse to avoid accountability. The state-of-the-art all-hazard sirens never went off. Herman Ndaya, Maui EMA director, who, has, who was in charge of making the decision to turn the sirens, to turn on the sirens, said he didn't regret it. The next day, he resigned due to health issues. No cell service and no loudspeaker either. There was no warning of any sort. People were in their houses and completely unaware until the fire was close. There was a fire earlier and the Maui Fire Department said it was 100% contained. The police allowed incoming traffic into the town coming from Kanapali, but closed the road off on the other side due to a down line that wasn't even blocking the road. This caused a gridlock. Residents' water were turned, was turned off with no way to protect their houses. Firefighters ran out of water and were denied access by Kaleo Manuel, uh, DLNR's deputy director for water resource management, until it was too late. This unnecessarily put firefighters even at greater risk. I am especially embarrassed with leadership treating locals like criminals. They immediately enacted a roadblock. They could have just closed a fire zone and implemented a military enforced curfew 10 p.m. to 6 p.m. There has been a near total media black uh, block in the fire zone. This is unconstitutional. Many residents believe they have been soft selling the body count and knew there were hundreds of bodies that they collected the first day, most of which are likely to be children who stayed home without any cell service or power. Rumors of them filling containers with bodies and stacking them up in non-refrigerated buildings. I suspect they're trying to keep the numbers down until the news cycle is over. Despite not providing aid themselves, they have made it incredibly hard for residents to help by blocking the wharf and turning away boats with local aid, which goes to what the young lady said. They were turning away uh, aid uh, at the port. Okay, uh, let's see, let's see. 
they block the roads. FEMA has been confiscating pallets of aid, claiming it's not FEMA approved items that are not trained to distribute them. Which goes back to the other video we played when the guy was said that they had pallets of stuff and FEMA rejected all that stuff. Okay. Maui's mayor Bisson has acted like a bully throughout this entire mess. Just recently, he threw a fit and tried to close down the press conference after a reporter asked how many children are missing. The people need transparency and accountability and independent reporters who won't be bullied. That's the island before. This is the island after. Good Lord. That is not a wildfire. Please don't ever think for a hot minute. That is a wildfire. Wildfires don't do that. Not, not even if you tried. Okay. Not even if you tried. Uh, is there anything else? Is there anything else? Is there anything else? Oh, okay. Let's, go. Let's get some more threat. Okay. Luz Vargas, a mother living in Maui, experienced a devastating loss when her adopted son, Kenyero Fuentes, Fuentes, perished in the fires that struck the historic town of Lahaina on August 8th. Kenyero, who was about to turn 15, was alone at home on the last day of his summer vacation when the fire engulfed their house. God damn. Despite Vargas's frantic attempts to save him, she was unable to reach him due to the rapidly spreading flames and the police barricades set up to keep people away from the danger. Vargas, along with her husband, Andres, uh, and their elder son, Hosu, worked in a nearby condominium and rushed towards the fire in their car upon hearing about it. With the flames moving swiftly and the winds intensifying, they had to abandon the vehicle and proceed on foot. Desperate to save her son, Vargas and her family attempted to enter the fire zone against the advice of emergency responders who assured them that the area was clear. Vargas's determination and courage led her to sprint up, sprint up winding streets with the soles of her flip-flops melting due to the intense heat. After two days of searching shelters and seeking help from authorities, Vargas's friend found Kenyero's charred remains in their ruined home. I asked them to take me. I wanted to see him. Vargas said calmly on the way to the house. Vargas had them make a detour. She stopped at her sister's home to pick up a shovel and a pail. I thought he'd just be ashes powder, but that's not how it was. What they found was Fuentes's charred body on a pile of debris in what had been his bedroom. Vargas closed her eyes to describe what she seen. All of the furniture in the room was reduced to rubble and the boy was face down on the ground. The family dog was lying just a few inches away. God damn. Grief stricken and in a daze, Andres pulled out his cell phone and took six photos. Seeing her young son lifeless was a breaking point for Vargas, she said. She let out a howl and a supplication. Uh, okay, 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 okay. Okay, the group prayed together over Fuentes' remains. Eventually, Andres wrapped the body in a tarp he found amid the, amid the debris. My husband picked him up and carried him all the way back to the car. It was about a half-mile walk. Damn. 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 Oh. All right, I'm going to end the show. I can't. This sucks. Uh, hey, I, I'm going to move this. I'm going to move this off YouTube. I'm going to take my own advice. I'm going to take my own advice and move this off YouTube. It'll be everywhere and everywhere else but here. Um, 24 hours, this will be gone. So pick what you can from it.
download what you if you can um 24 hours this is out of here so with that being said y'all have a, a, a good one peace